Hello and welcome back to another episode of Musing Marauders, a Traders podcast. Uh, my name is Alejandro, and I am here with my wonderful co-hosts, as always, Mikey and Matt. Say hello, Mikey and Matt. Hello. Hello, Mikey and Matt. I knew. How did I know you that were going to say that? Joke is getting tired. It will never get tired. <laughs> Well, speaking of being tired, I thought I was going to be tired of uh, the traders this week because last week was kind of boring and this week it kind of felt like that. But then we got drama in the challenge and it ended with, I think, a good pump of energy to get us excited for next week. Next week. But let's start um, at the beginning of this episode, which was us finding out who Phaedra and Parvati decided to murder. Yes, and it was a fatal error, in my opinion. 100% agree. I think this was the wrong move. Wrong move. Yeah. 100%. As a little baby Bergie stan, uh, my little Bergalicious is gone, and I am very upset. I get the reasoning, because he's part of the the Peter party, but also, it makes no sense. It makes more sense to get someone who isn't in the Peter Five, so that Sandra would actually believe someone in the Peter Five is a traitor and running the game. We need to make sure it's the Peter Pals. Peter Pals. I actually really like the Peter Five with a PH. <gasps> They're like a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, Bergie was their leader, and he's gone to pursue his solo career. Okay, everything worked out in the end. Bergie is the Justin Timberlake of the Yes, <laughs> Bergie is 100% the JT. But 100%. Why get out Bergie? It makes no sense for Parvati of trying to play yeah. the Peter Pals against the other players. And it makes no sense for Phaedra because Bergie's tight with Phaedra. That would have been a person actively saying Phaedra is not the traitor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we talked about this last week. Is Phaedra going to be willing to get out people from her Bravo crew? I wonder if Phaedra just wasn't down to push out someone that she felt as an ally. But Bergie was an ally too. So I don't know. But Parvati pushed this. Parvati pushed the Peter Five. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just think Parvati's gotten so paranoid. She's gotten to like Dan level paranoid. Yeah. Of, like, I have to get people out that are voting for me, mm -hmm. which is very Survivor, yeah. right? Like, I have to dwindle their numbers is what she's thinking. But what she wasn't thinking about is that if we do this, I'm crushing any suspicion that the leftovers, as they named themselves, they were going to go for Peter. Remember, that mm -hmm. was the yeah. one, like, we need to go for Peter or someone in that clique. She wasn't thinking about that. And... I don't think Phaedra's really been just speaking up. She's been riding along on whatever Parvati and Dan have said. I think if Parvati would have said, I think we need to vote out MG, I think Phaedra would have said, sure, let's do it. Yeah. The only one I could see her not being okay with is Shirai. 100%. I mean, it doesn't matter. It was a bad move for Phaedra to not speak up, and it was a bad move for Parvati to push Bergie. And Bergie has been a bad choice both times he's been attempted and then actually murdered. Yep. There have been three major errors that have been made in this game. Two of them were by Dan, and he really fucked up this game. He fucked the game up for everyone, but... Firstly, Dan pushing uh, to not listen to Parvati and to basically activate Peter's trap card by choosing to pick up people that he told them. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh reference. You're welcome. Gay nerds for life. Uh. <laughs> Secondly, Peter revealing Phaedra was just fucked everyone over. She was the sleeper agent. She was the one person no one suspected, and I get why he well, did Dan it. Revealed, it was a terrible yeah. choice, though. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan, not Peter. Excuse me. Um, mm. And then third, 
I think we have the choice to try to recruit Peter. If if those things hadn't happened, it would be an entirely different game. And two of them are on Dan, and t- Dan played like an idiot. But why you would try to recruit Peter makes no sense to me. I, I think they set themselves up for failure at that point. They needed another person playing on their side. And Peter wouldn't have been a good choice for that anyway. He's too in the spotlight. Anyway, I need to get that off my chest. Could be sitting in the back of my head this entire episode if I didn't say it now. Glad we got that out. (laughs) This is a little bit of a spoiler towards the end of the episode because there is a recruitment at the end. But thinking about it, and I really thought about it on this episode, they should have recruited Sheree. Like, also Mm. unassuming, just big and loud and out there. So it's like people don't think she is. It will always stick up for Phaedra. So it's not like it's going to be, oh, you're sticking up for her because she you're both traitors. It's like, no, you're sticking up for her because you're both housewives. And it seems to have been a clearer choice without too many repercussions. Sure. I thought Peter was a good choice at the time. But like, I mean, hindsight is 2020. I do think you're right that that was a bad choice. I don't necessarily think, though, that trying to pick someone from that crew would have been a bad choice. No, 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 not at all. I could see maybe going for like a Kevin, maybe. I, I'm just trying to think of who's left because you can't you couldn't pick Bergie because Bergie can't lie. Trishel. Um, you can't pick John because John wouldn't lie. Yeah, we John would probably not take it. Like, I think you John yeah. is like, John wouldn't take it. Trishel. Trishel then. So then it's down to Kevin would not have been a good choice for how he plays this game. I, I'm i sorry, Kevin, oh my the God, more yeah. we see of Kevin, the more I'm like, you're an idiot and you're an ass. Yes. Like, yes. 100%. I'm just thinking of you also had to, they had to find someone who'd be willing yeah. to do it. And I think you get down to Trishel or Kevin. Maybe CT. Um, CT might have been helpful as a swing vote. Maybe. Yeah. No, no, he could have uh. been. I, I just think that like picking someone from that crew, it eliminates, because right now that five is is like really certain that they're all faithfuls, which is true. They are. But if you throw a wrench into that and then someone mm-hmm. is no longer a faithful, it doesn't make it as easy for, I don't know. It just throws a wrench into the game. I also, I mean, we already kind of teased it, but like, so Phaedra picks Kate at the end. I don't know if that's the best choice. That's, I don't know that that's who I would go for. I mean, I'm interested to see Kate as a traitor. Uh, yeah, it'll make great <laughs> for TV. sure for entertainment yeah. purposes. Yeah, yeah, for entertainment purposes. Um, but yeah, I don't know these traitors. Uh, listen, I also think like we were so spoiled last season with yep. like Suri was so good at this. We've had two. We've had two hotheads. Yeah, and now we have someone that's playing the traitor role a little too passive mm-hmm. for my my yeah. taste. And she's already like seen. Yeah, I wonder mm. what happens. I do wonder what happens next week. Like, do we yeah. still go on Phaedra? But I mean, I think tonight did prove you got enough people that are like that they really don't think it's Phaedra. And I, shockingly, the whole thing that came out with Peter trying to broker a deal with Parvati last week mm-hmm. came out, and that seems to have really messed with the Peter pals exactly. Psyches. Which I'm so glad someone at least brought back that's one of my pet peeves people forget it seems as if people forget everything that happened last week so it's like okay sandra again is going to turn on parvati even though she did this whole thing it's like everyone's memory of the previous nights or days actions seems to just be a clean slate again and it makes 
no sense. Like no one's talking about how their feelings were hurt or dealing with anything. Everyone's worried because they're calling out someone's name. They're going to be it. But everyone who's been dying has been for like random reasons. It, it, It makes no sense from like a deductive reasoning point of view. Remember the things that happened last episode and your strategies don't change them. So I'm glad that that talk got brought back. Well, And I love mm-hmm. that Kate is pushing for exactly that. That Kate is sitting here going, we can't just let things mm-hmm. go. Like we need to follow yep. things through their yep. end. And Kate is surprisingly well suited to this game. Her disposition and the way her brain focuses is great for this game. I don't know why. Yeah. I some might say she's a traitor savant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, her main job before becoming a reality star was being a head stewardess on a yacht. That is that takes very specific skill set including attention to detail. Mm. Um, and listening. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to what people want. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that those two things help in this. Yeah, she is doing well. Now let's throw her into being a traitor and how does she play it that way? You know, maybe maybe she'll be a genius. I think she'll be able to play it off well because people obviously don't suspect her because you're not going to bring in a new character and have them be the traitor. And they don't know that someone else is being recruited. So she's already outspoken. She's a character. She really doesn't have to change the way she's reacting with people much. The only difference will then be like, okay, I wasn't pushing for Phaedra. So now, I mean, she's going to accept it because she she has to. It's a forced recruitment. (laughs) Which I think is a weird uh, producer intervention type thing. But... Because of that, she can now use the actions of this last game or this last roundtable and then just go full force and it's not Phaedra. You all are idiot and it's Peter and work her way till the end. There was so much doubt cast on her last season that was proven to be wrong. I do think that's going to be in people's heads. Kate's not yeah. a traitor. Kate is just confrontational. That's just Kate. Kate is just Kate. Yeah. Kate's just Kate. Kate Honestly. Kate. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about the uh, the challenge briefly before we... Because like, I, I, we could honestly talk this whole episode about the choices at the end of this episode if we want to. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. There was some gameplay that happened. I mean, Parvati was, was trying, man. Yeah, she was working. Trying to work it. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the misuse of Dr. Will. He was just hosting this challenge. It felt... Weird. Like, what was the point? Agree. First of all, I said his name wrong when I talked about him the first time. And I know who he is because I used to watch Big Brother back in, you know, the Stone Age when it yeah. first started. When he was You and the on. Flintstones. Me and the Flintstones. Like, if you're a diehard Big Brother fan, I'm sure you know who he is. Sandra knew who he was. Not surprising. I have a feeling mm. Sandra loves Big Brother. Trishelle knew. They built it up like it was like... Like... Ne- if it was Nene Leaks, right? Like a housewife yeah. that has crossed over into other acting. things. like yeah. She- yeah, into acting. Or just like she's known beyond her genre. Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to think like maybe like from Survivor, like maybe a Boston Rob or a Johnny Fairplay. Mm-hmm. Like one of those mm-hmm. people. Like yeah. if it was a big- Someone of, of note. Yeah, that that isn't just well-known within their genre, their reality TV genre. Yeah, for sure. Um, Then I would be like, okay, but it was like when they introduced him, I don't think half of them knew who he was. 
Definitely none of the housewives. None of the housewives had any idea who. Oh, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so yeah, and it was it. It's a weird thing to bring him all the unless he lives in Scotland now. I don't know, but like, what a weird thing to bring him all the way to another country. Yeah. I thought maybe I was like maybe they're gonna bring him back at the end of the episode. I was like holding on. I was like, and then I was like, did, wait, did we just on the podcast make up this like whole idea that was. <laughs> Like no that one Dr. else was Will's thinking. Gonna, yeah, it was, like it was teased. They showed him and Kate basically parallel booking on an on a trailer that implies they're both coming back. I yeah, weird. Or did like Alan have like a a scheduled PTO day that day? Yeah, and like, he's like, <laughs> I'm stepping out. Someone just cover for me. You get to wear the robe I, or the cape. He's like I put I put this. In months ago, you guys, I cannot get out of it. <laughs> this is the day I I'm go so and sorry. sit with all my capes. It's very important to our relationship. <laughs> the capes need to know that I care for them and I will give them the attention that they deserve. They're oh, priority number one. Yeah, I don't. I have, I have dogs. I have dogs and capes that I need to be with that day. Dogs and capes and dogs and capes. Dogs and capes sitting in a field in fancy chairs. It's what I do on the 31st of every January. <laughs> Dr. Will did seem to be having a great time. Yeah. He got to dump the bugs on people. Yeah. I, I, it was just so strange. <laughs> So strange yeah. why he was there. They yeah. literally could have had them get to the cabin, like have a scroll that they read, all go into the cabin, and then that Fergus guy locks the door, and he's the one who dumps all the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, so he said like 30 seconds worth of, I won't even say dialogue, I will say instructions, and then it was like, that's it, bye. Like, he didn't even get to interact with anyone in the show. You know really. what he did get, though? He got his paycheck. So good for him. Got his paycheck. Got his paycheck. Um, There's this tweet that's been going around. Um, So Dr. Will made this quote and said, I think some big brother players went on the traders to show that they still got it, only to realize that they actually never had it. And then Janelle responded and said, says someone who is terrified of participating in another show because they know they'll be the first out. At least me, Cody, Dan, and Rachel put ourselves out there for the fans. All you've done is showed up on set in a bathrobe and acted like a creep. <laughs> wow, I love the the Big Brother animosity. I was like, oh, some drama. That makes me, the way that she responded, though, that makes me feel like, was he offered a spot on the cast and he said no but I want to like I, I don't know I, yeah, I, don't I can't know even either. like I can't even spin something to like I have <laughs> make so make much conjecture yeah. but it's all based on absolutely nothing so I'm just sitting here quietly like Ugh, it was weird and then the challenge yep. was like well we Kate knew what was coming like she she was like we're in the cabin where all the bugs are like and <laughs> it wasn't the same challenge amazing yeah. attention to detail saw that trap door above the light switches and said oh hell no also so, didn't give anyone a heads up just I'm not doing this <laughs> someone else do it I, I, I love her also uh, so remember how last week how I said um, CT is really is surprisingly good at puzzles and riddles he knew right away to take that tablecloth off he was like, True. I'm telling you, he ripped that thing off and there was like the entire challenge was listed right there on the table, under the well, table. So we also got that CT moment of the snake in his pants. That was a classic CT. That was a 
Classic CT moment. Classic CT moment. <laughs> like, oh, it's the gold. But I mean, there is a snake in there. Like, my dude, we, we understood the joke. You didn't. <laughs> Sir, your pants are so tight. We are all aware. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the housewives bailing. Which, like, honestly, I don't know if I wouldn't bail or not. I, I don't want to be covered in bugs. Well, MJ was the first one. She was like, I don't do bugs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm just wondering, I would it have been a better choice? Oh, well, the bugs were coming down below, too. But it, yeah. it felt like the people that were down below were already so covered in mud that the bugs weren't really bothering them. But there were, like, mice and rodents down there, too. But they looked cute. They were, like, hairless mice. So it's like, Yeah, but half like the time pets. the lights were off, so you just have little, little feet scurrying over your hands. See, my brain, if, look, I'm talking a big game here, who knows, but if I was in this tunnel, my brain, like, well, these rodents, they're not going to go get wild rats. That is a wild health risk. These are like pet store rats. They're cute. They're sweet. The insects, doesn't. they're just insects. Like, you can't get nice maggots. I don't want to be covered in maggots. No, I don't. Oh, I couldn't have done. It. I would have probably just walked in and walked right out and said, <laughs> "I guess." Like I'm not. I and what were they spraying? Were they pretending like it was urine that they were? Spraying oh yeah, because Sheree said it. Someone said it was urine. I think it was just water. Again, like health codes, like <laughs> you can't spray urine on someone. First thing I thought it was was like maybe they did skunk spray because oh. someone said it smelled bad. When but then they never talked about it ever again. No, you're probably right. It was probably just some like liquid stink, which is not great. Ammonia e water. <laughs> Look, good for the tunnel people. You know, Trishel CT. As much as I love to kind of make fun of them. They got in that tunnel. I didn't know Trishel won Fear Factor. Like, good for her. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I don't think anyone knew that. Honestly, Trishel redeemed herself quite a bit for me in this episode, just by not being annoying. But, like, <laughs> I, I thought this was a good episode for Trishel to show, like, she has ideas. She knows what's up. She's not scared of no bugs. Also, she's not mad at CT anymore. Yeah, because he gave her the shield. He said, you go for it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is, again, this is how manipulative she is. Like, oh, I'm not mad at you because you let me get it because I benefit from not being mad at you. And also, she did something at the end that I was like, Trishel, like, I start to think that you're you have something going and then you prove to me that, nope, you're always you're always a ding dong. You're a manipulative ding dong. But so, yeah, I mean, I guess Trishel was slightly less annoying in this episode. Wait, you're, you're really like not showing us your cards here. What did she do at the end? Yeah, what is the oh, other? At the round table, after they voted poverty, Trishel was like, I had been going through my notebook. She goes, well, I'll just burn my notebook. I'm like, wait, and not that like I don't want Phaedra to go, but like just because poverty was a traitor that your whole thing this whole time has been poverty is a traitor. We know yeah, that yeah. she's a wounded animal. Let's go after Phaedra now. But now because poverty is a traitor you're gonna burn your notebook but what right like they all get men in black mind wiped after every round table i don't know it just makes no sense to me yeah the only thing that would make you burn your notebook is if you got phaedra and she said i'm not i'm a faithful then you can say i'm gonna burn my notebook i mean she is a traitor but like i I like i agreed with you matt the whole episode i was like all right trishel's she's proving to be like a pretty valuable member of this faithful team until she said that at the end i was like she's always got to open her mouth she's always got to open her mouth well she did well in this challenge and they banked a little bit of money and uh oh my god kevin irritated look this might just be sexism and fuck me if it is but the housewives just being like haggis i was like yeah you're the housewives i expect that 
Kevin being a little baby and like throwing a temper tantrum and refusing to keep the lights on. I was like, Kevin, shut the fuck up. Like, you know you're going to get covered in bugs. After the first one, it's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going, please. Why not say to CT like, hey, I'm going to hold these lights if you can come get me so you can then navigate us both down and go back. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, though, I feel like this was I producer a little bit of massaging by the producers because, again, they got out just in the nick of time. (laughs) Oh, agreed. When Alec was like, there are two minutes left. Like, what? And then he's like, 10 seconds, and then CT somehow makes it, even though he's supposedly further away to grab the gold piece. He's like, still in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, and he has to break open the wiring. It's even worse because Alan Cumming did a live countdown, which means he got out, and they said, CT, get back in the tunnel. We're going to count down, and we want you to come out on one. Yep. At least when it's the voiceover, it's like, oh, they just added the timer after the fact. Whatever, heightened <laughs> drama. Like I'm like, okay, so you're just staging this now. Cool, thanks. Well, that's the so. Aside traitors. from recapping, we break down lies in reality television. Lies. This this whole show is about lies and deception. We're the only <laughs> people you can trust, listener. That's true. As per John said, though, poverty is a master manipulator at the round table. John really surprised me. When Parvati started He's crying to John, I was like, mm-hmm. she's got him. This is her MO. She's going to wrap this man around her little finger. And I was like, you know, I'm sure John is good at sussing out lies. But I'm like, I don't think he has, like, a woman crying to his face and actively lying to him all the time. And my God, did not phase him one bit. At that round table, it was clear. It was like, I don't believe a single, a single word you said. And I know you are a traitor. I, good for John. Let's not forget the bullying, but good for John. I was going to say, let's yeah. just not yeah. forget. <laughs> he is a big old bully. Oh, also the moment John made uh, Alan Cumming laugh during the challenge, oh, yeah. which we think was a very genuine laugh. <laughs> what what was it? What exactly did he say? Uh, he was climbing in the, in the mud when he got out of the tunnel, and Alan Cumming said something about, like, you was dirty down there, or, like, bad conditions. No, he's like, you have bugs on your back. Oh, he's like, you have bugs on your back. He's like, oh, nothing worse than where I come from. Like, it was just such a little, like, oh, Parliament's a shit show. Like, and I think I really tickled Alan Cumming. It was, it was a nice moment. Oh, which Alan Cumming is back, so he didn't have a PTO day. Oh, my God, you're Why right. Why was Dr. Will here? Well, it, it was a half day. <laughs> and actually, we we never saw Dr. Will once Alan Cumming came back, so it does make sense. Oh, man. So strange. We'll never get to the bottom of that. No one will ever. ever. And we'll no, never know. We cracked it. PTO day to spend time with his capes and dogs. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was finished. Oh, my God. It gosh. settled. Um. Oh, so, yeah, so Parvati, Parvati decides that she's going to go to Peter before this all as well. And she's going to go, like, give this whole thing about how she, remember, she talks about how she, she just aligned with the wrong person. And she, I don't know, she's just trying to to pull on his, tug on his yeah. heartstrings. Because, again, this has worked for Parvati in the past of, you know just really butting up she admits it she goes how i've played my games in the past is i have connected myself with one person yeah she failed to mention like it's usually an impressionable man um i mean i will say some of her reasoning made a lot of sense like had she been a faithful she still would have trusted dan the whole time and then the moment he got out because everyone thinks you're working together they think you're with him so it's like 
had she been a faithful, her reasoning would have made a lot of sense. It's like, I just chose someone who I could work with. And I, when I played these games, I just connect myself to one person and I chose the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's a fair play. I, you know. And I'm not going to begrudge her for trying to save herself. Like, no. I, I would yeah, have been no, more upset no. if she just sat back and resigned herself. That would have been worse. Yeah. Agreed. Agree. Agree. I feel like it was more Peter's plan to go talk with Parvati because oh, yeah. he was under the impression of the Trishel plan to get votes on Phaedra. So he's like, I'm going to try and like pretend that she's on my side, which ended up backfiring because Kevin being not so smart thinks he's smart and then it's like why would Peter like switch on me which Matt really came up with a really good point with this where it's like he's not really part of the Peter pals he may I take uh, may I take this yes, away yeah please yeah. so <laughs> a few episodes ago I made the point of I don't think Kevin is actually part of this alliance he just is in the rooms they're in and no one considers him a threat or a possible traitor. So there's like, yeah, whatever, Kevin, you can stay. Because he's so dumb. Um, and no one told him the plan. No one told him that they were considering Phaedra instead of Parvati for like a logistical reason. So this whole thing happened. And Kevin is like, I am blindsided. Peter's working mm-hmm. with a traitor. And it's just because he's not part of their life. No one likes him. It's like Ooh. when, um, remember when Sandra was hanging around with the housewives and I said, they don't know her name. Yep. Like she just happens to be there. <laughs> Interesting. That's when I really like started, not not that I wasn't paying attention before, but like that pricked my ears. I was like, oh, here we go. Here's the drama. It's going to shake it up so it's not so straightforward of like everyone knows who the traitors are. Yeah, because while we were watching, Ali, you were a little unhappy towards the middle of this episode. Yeah. Do you want to like just give us a brief like why did this particular episode rub you the wrong way and the way it did? It seemed that the faithfuls, quote unquote, were all gung ho on them knowing that it was Parvati, and then they're all apparently gung-ho on that it is Phaedra as well. So it's like, what are the stakes? What is the thing I'm hoping for? Because now I'm not watching, like, how is this deception happening? I'm watching how are the traitors trying to save themselves? So it just mm-hmm. felt, okay, this is going to be a little bit boring, which is why I think we didn't have the roundtable last sh- uh, week or last episode, because the producers are just trying to like fill the time a little bit and make it so it's not so obvious, which if I was on the show, I'd be like, oh, this is a telltale sign then. Like we're on the right path because they're trying to stop us from getting out the actual people who we think are the traitors. So it just felt like, well, what am I watching? I'm just waiting until the ultimate demise. So having Kevin then switch up that expectation made me go, okay, great. Now we're going to get something different. And because Kevin being Kevin is now like, oh, he's going to change things and kind of fuck up the way the Peter Pals are working and mess up their numbers, which now I'm excited again to see what happens next week. Alongside if Kate, how Kate reacts to being a uh, traitor. Well, again, I felt the same way. I felt like the energy from last episode carried over to the first Mm -hmm. half of this episode. And I agree with you. Like, it's not fun to see that they are onto both traitors. Mm-hmm. If it was just onto Parvati, okay, oh, interesting. What's Phaedra going to do? But the fact that yeah. now we're getting Phaedra's name thrown around, it was like, okay, well, so I guess it's just going to be interesting to see how the producers keep the game going. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But like Parvati and Phaedrus set themselves up for such failure, like we talked about, like they just picked the wrong person. They mm-hmm. did not pick strategically because if they like, let's say they killed Peter, if they were like or not Peter, let's say they killed NJ. They could have easily been like, OK, so we need to go get Sandra on to Peter again. Like, hey, you were right. You know, like they clearly it's someone on that side. Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's get one of them. And it would have been it would they're have, picking off the leftovers. Yeah, they could have it could have flipped the game on its head. But now Phaedra and Kate are really going to have to drive home this like thing of Peter's playing both sides. He's not playing with any one group. And yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Even before people called Phaedra out about not putting names out and stuff. She was actually talking to people and threw Peter's name out, not knowing that Peter was going to gun for her. So it's like she has been playing the game and trying to suss out, quote unquote, the traitors. So I'm very curious to see how that will go forward. The the thing that's keeping Phaedra alive in this game is that she's very good at defending herself. We saw it with Dan and we saw it this episode as well. As much as I want to be like Trishel, I was happy that she was Mm -hmm. like trying to actually but then there's like there's just shitty evidence that they come up with like this yeah. eye twitch thing like stupid. also trishelle trishelle so does stupid. play professional poker but like you know how you get to play professional poker you have a lot with, of money by putting up the buy-in yeah like <laughs> like it's, i remember when she started playing and i was kind of watching professional poker at that time and it wasn't like a ooh a big new new poker players here trishelle from the real world so Whatever. But it was just a weird, like, there were just weird things that they were bringing up. And I feel like Phaedra's really good at just just swipe, slapping those out of the way. Yeah. She also yeah. has a little bit of a, bloating, a voting block for her. So she has mm, a little right. bit built-in buffer. And I think that's what Peter didn't account for, is he didn't have yeah, all the ducks but- in a row for the Peter pals to vote for her. So... It only took, I think, what, one person? The best piece of evidence that Trishel had is that she kept, she kept driving home. If Dan would have gotten his way and you would have voted out Phaedra, we would all have been off of him. He would have been the hero. Mm-hmm. And that's what she should have stuck with. She'd be like, this is really, honestly, you don't need any more than this. Like, why would he put up Phaedra? Why would he pick a completely random name? It makes such sense to put up another traitor. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I mean, you know, I guess I'm glad, happy she tried. Yeah. It just makes me more mad at Dan because he fucked up the whole season and he fucked up their games. So now <laughs> we're just going to get more recruitments because they're trying to fill in. They have to. Else. I can't actually be that mad at Dan because I think that might have been what Dan was thinking. Was like, I think he may have been thinking that if I can get them on Phaedra. Now, Dan had crap evidence. Talk about crap evidence. Also, too, I don't know why Phaedra didn't say, okay, so Dan says I'm doing too much at breakfast. And now you're saying I'm not doing enough. So what is it? (laughs) Because she literally said she was doing the exact opposite. So, but anyway, I mean, she didn't need to. She knew she, I think she knew she had, she had the votes, but. That is true. Oh my God. That reminds me, aside from Ekansu Valentine's thing I sent y'all, there's another one that was like, roses are red, violets are blue. Not my Burgalicious was problematic for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. I think the perfect person that Phaedra should have recruited is Peter again. I think you get Peter to be a traitor and immediately push him for voting out. He'll be revealed as a traitor. Phaedra is now wiped clean. 
Fin- like, like I think that is a perfect, just use him as a sacrifice, Ooh. get him out. Once he's gone, mm. you get another recruitment. Like, just use him and burn him. Done. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I don't know. I just, I don't know that Phaedra feels confident enough she could pull something like that off. I don't know that she's, I don't, I, I mean, I love it. I love the strategy. Yeah, the groundwork is in place. It's also like, would Peter then be so stupid to die, quote unquote, for his laurels to be like, I will never be a traitor because it is literally. Oh, no, 100% not. No. Because he wants that money. Yeah, they all do. I mean, like, like they, even beyond the money, they all want more screen time. They all want to be on this show. Valid. I think the producers were like, what's the one thing we know that they won't do? They're not going to, like, voluntarily leave the show. Mm, yeah. Uh- <laughs> Um, that's interesting. I I didn't even think about offering it to Peter again. Um, I like the strategy though. I kind of was hoping she would, uh, Kate was a weird one to me. I was kind of thinking maybe Sandra. Um, yeah. Okay. I could see that. Well, or CT. I was going to say pick someone that people already know you're pretty close with. Yeah. But, oh, Peter would have been interesting, but oh, well, <laughs> maybe Phaedra gets voted yeah. off and then Kate gets to recruit someone. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Kate coming up with that idea. That is true. Well, also, wait, before we finish then, I want to f- let us let us do a numbers count then. So assuming Phaedra can Bergie's keep all her gone. alliances, then she has the voting block right now. And her alliances are just loyal to her. So, yeah, because right now the Peter pals are Peter, Trishel, John, John, John and Kevin. And, and then CT was the swing. Well, rounded Kevin out is Peter like five. Yeah. PH. We didn't have any moments this time where they were like, I'm sorry, can you just can you just give us a minute, right? We didn't have any more of that. Yeah, no. Bullshit. Thank goodness, because I was over that. I was like, I don't want to see any. I was actually glad because they were all talking, and then Phaedra came in, and they're like, yeah, come on in. But then they, like, yeah. all left. <laughs> yeah, Why not also, just that, say we're talking about Parvati? Kind of the same thing. <laughs> Why yeah. not just say we're talking about Parvati? <laughs> I just want to see MJ stand awkwardly in the corner again and be like, should I, could I, could I, uh, hmm. I guess she's so uncomfortable in her own yeah. skin sometimes. <laughs> it's from all the years she's been like screamed at by Reza. Um, you guys remember Reza from last year, yeah. right? Reza, oh, was, Reza got okay, kicked yeah. off very early. They like on Shaw's a sunset RIP. Uh, they like those two were either like besties or like Reza was literally screaming at her. But yeah, so that's why she's probably just always like nervous at the corner. She's got PTSD from being friends with Reza. <laughs> valid, valid. Uh, well, I am excited for next week to see how Kate is going to take the news where she basically is forced into being a traitor. Uh, which honestly I think is other producer intervention because they're like, as the rules state, when there's only one of you left, the, instead of uh, recruitment, it is recruitment or death. So they have to choose. There are no rules. The um, rules are not real. None of us. There we all no we all signed a contract that said how much we were getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to do things. And that no bugs or rodents can har- seriously harm us. That's all it right. said. <laughs> you can choose to leave. You say the safe word haggis, you're safe. You're away from yeah. the bugs. <laughs> well, as I mentioned, I am very glad that there is now a drama. There are now stakes. There's something else very interesting happening. So I'm curious as to how these next few episodes are going to pan out. Um, any other final thoughts from uh, y'all? No, not really. I'm interested to see Kate be a traitor. I, I, I think it's going to be a good energy that we need. I need it. 
yeah, I'm I'm hoping that this like the upswing of the energy that we got the second half of the episode continues. Mm. So let's see what happens. Great. Well, we will see what happens. We are excited for next week's episode as we bet all of our listeners are very soon enough. We have Survivor coming back up, so we will be covering that as well. These next few weeks are going to be a little interesting, so just uh, stay tuned to see when we'll be pushing out episodes. But we are very excited. Continue listening to the podcast uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we will see you all next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.